Welcome to Second Half Now, a radio show for boomers and beyonders. Tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on with Dr. Dan Critchett and Dr. Denise Hogan. Second Half Now, sponsored by Dignity Memorial and your safe money solutions. It's time for Second Half Now. The doctors are in. Here are your hosts, Dr. Dan and Dr. Denise. Everyone, welcome you to yet another session, informational, inspirational session of Second Half Now. This is, in fact, a radio show for boomers and beyonders. This is where we discuss the things that matter to us in the 50-plus generation I'm welcoming you to the show. I am your host, Dr. Dan Critchett, and uh, we've got a very important topic today. And I want to introduce it by saying this. Uh, the world is getting a little crazy these days, as you know. All you have to do is watch the evening news, read the paper, whatever, uh, commentators and uh, newscasters and everybody, reporters. Uh, we wonder, you know, are these the uh, the end times? Who knows? I'm not predicting that, but I'm just saying the world is a little crazy and we uh, understand that there are lots of natural disasters going on. There's floods, earthquakes, hurricanes, power outages. And then more recently, we have become aware of and sensitive to and even maybe a little frightened about terrorist attacks uh, after 9-11 uh, and beyond and up to current. In fact, even in the last uh, weeks, uh, we see all that uh, happening all around us. Uh, could the market collapse? I don't know. That could happen. But it's not a time to panic or a time to head for the hills, but it is a time to do some preparation. And so the subject for today, the topic that I've assigned for today, the title is this, Ready or Not, Things Are Likely to Happen. And this is a pretty safe statement because what are things? I mean, things are always happening, but it could get kind of serious. And our guest today is going to help us get a handle on that. So first I want to remind our listeners about why we do this show we are really focusing on the uh, the 50-plus generation, the boomers and beyonders, and here we are. We've lived life. We've taken our bumps and bruises, and there might even be some more coming our, our way, but there are five core topics that we uh, want to provide resources and inspiration and tools and tips. Number one uh, core topic is home and family. Number two, health and wellness. Number three, budget and finances. Number four, heart and soul. And number five, work and purpose. And today's uh, topic and today's guest fits into one of those. I'll let you uh, think about which one it might fit into after we get into the show. So we are talking today about, ready or not, things are likely to happen. Let's talk about it. Special guest in studio today is Dan Terry with Emergency Preparedness Leadership Forums. I'm going to add the uh, plural on there, the S, because that will uh, take you right to their website and uh, so, Dan, I want to thank you for coming in today, and welcome to Second Half Now. Thanks, Dan. Great to have you. You and I uh, have been—we've uh, gotten acquainted over the last couple of years. It was kind of in the context <clears throat> of uh, Warner Pacific and some other involvements we've had. We have a lot of common connections, and now you find yourself dealing with what I regard to be a very hot—and I don't mean in terms of just trendy. I mean it is important. It's very significant. That's what we're going to get into. Mm -hmm. uh, so— Tell us about, um, because we're, I want to talk about the events, or I want you to talk about them. Mm -hmm. uh, what is coming up? Let's hear about So, and I want to say this long handle several times so people can <laughs> remember it, Emergency Preparedness Leadership Forums. Correct. And there's one of those coming up. So let's talk about uh, what you're working on. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, thanks again for having me on the program. Um, 
So we're launching an event, and I say we. I have a, a couple of partners that I've worked with. Our company is Genesis Event Management. And the program that we're launching is the Northwest Emergency Preparedness Leadership Forum. And that's November 1st and 2nd at the Oregon Convention Center. Okay. So uh, it is a two-day event. Uh, it'll have a couple hundred exhibits and about 100 conference sessions on preparedness and planning in case of emergency, and that includes terrorism, that includes earthquakes, that natural disasters, and all the things that affect us throughout the country. Uh, regionally, uh, you hear a lot of talk about earthquakes in the Northwest, and we're right, right between the, the lines of the fault here in Portland, and yeah. that's always a big subject here. Um, and so uh, we'll see a little of each of those topics being discussed at this program through our partnerships and our speakers. So. They're talking about the big one. The big one. Yeah. You know, and it's going to rip the city and, you know, who knows? Um, they say we're due, but uh, let's, I don't want to necessarily focus on the earthquake <clears throat> because there's so many other things. Mm-hmm. It's it's like when somebody says, uh, you know, they're doing some, um, oh, let's say some uh, life insurance planning and, and the person, they don't realize they're saying it. Well, if something happens to me, what they mean is if I die, mm-hmm. well, something is going to happen to you in the very next few minutes. I mean, things are always happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess what I want to say at the very outset, it doesn't make any sense for stewards. We are caretakers of what God has entrusted to us. It doesn't make any sense to me for stewards to be unprepared Mm -hmm. for things that could happen. Are they going to happen? We don't know. Could they happen? Sure. So uh, that's what I want to get into and talk about today. I think our listeners are going to be keenly interested in that because some have done a lot of preparation, frankly, Mm -hmm. and some are just starting to uh, think about it. And then we have the off-the-grid folks, the preppers, you know, and uh, I, I tend to kind of make fun of them, but, you know, maybe they're on to something, at least in terms of that concept of, of being ready and uh, being prepared so that you're not a burden on others and mm-hmm. so that you can provide for your family. So um, let's talk about this uh, November event coming up. By the way, we're talking about 2016 in November, so if you're listening to this podcast after that fact... Uh, that particular one has already come and gone, but there's likely to be others. So go to the website anyway, Emergency Preparedness Leadership Forums. Correct. Dot what? Uh, dot com. Dot com. Okay. So you're gathering uh, participants, you know, from presenters and uh, exhibitors and so forth. Who do we have on board so far? Who's coming? Well, so we're uh, right now in development of our advisory boards, and part of how we build our programs, we look to the experts in the community. Sure. So we're currently uh, working with a number of associations and uh, nonprofits, and as well as businesses. One of the areas that we've uh, included in this that's not typical is the risk management and insurance industry. Sure, right. So they've kind of been left off the, the ticket in the past with many of these type of events. Um but when we we first started looking at this event, uh, about eight to ten years ago, this came into mind. I believe the Lord kind of gave me this vision that we needed to help prepare the communities. Mm-hmm. And part of that was building a collaboration between both business and nonprofit and government. Right. There's a lot of planning going what a on. The concept. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of planning going on in the government right now, but much of that's not shared with the common public. Right. And not much planning is going on in the common public outside right. of the fact that they tell uh uh, through you know information that's out there right now, three to seven days of food and water, and right. and the realities are is that it, we're we're looking for those partners to help educate us, but we need to to ensure that's being communicated across all those sectors, both business and nonprofit, and and for the general public. Mm-hmm. So this is not a prepper 
uh, events in the standpoint if we're helping people prepare for the for the you know the realities that we need to be helping our neighbors including helping right. ourselves because uh, we'll all be living in that, that right. disaster uh, I like the model uh, with uh, government and business and nonprofits mm-hmm. here's the thing the I think I mentioned this to you on the phone the other day uh, the famous um, American philosopher and theologian Mike Tyson <laughs> he says everyone has a plan until you get hit in the face and I'm thinking, you know, yeah, separation of church and state until there's a major event, and then somehow we've got to figure out how to work together. Yeah. And the churches and the people that are more ready for that are uh, going to be able to serve better and be able to provide uh, need-meeting services to the community and to the neighbors and mm-hmm. to the folks that are, that are around in the neighborhoods. I think that's, that's really powerful. Yeah, you asked me, you know, who's getting involved, essentially, mm-hmm. and we're working with uh, great leadership throughout the through government agencies— yeah. As well as the insurance industries, private business, and nonprofits, there are some great volunteers out there. There are some great leadership in mm-hmm. emergency preparedness. We really want to see an opportunity with an event like this to bring everybody together, unify the state, unify our city, unify uh, the, the partners out there, so that when disaster does happen, that we have a, a collaboration between organizations that normally wouldn't get together. Exactly, uh, and we can provide education to many that aren't receiving it right now right. in a way that allows them to prepare even just a little bit. And and if you prepare just a little bit, regardless of getting punched in the nose, and mm-hmm. uh, uh, there might be a better chance for your family to survive right. through education, through some resources. Sure. And uh, and so we're really going to rely on a number of those partners. We have we have everything from contractors to restoration companies to insurance firms. The government agencies. Uh, we have speakers coming from outside the state that are experts um, it, that uh, will provide a great uh, platform for mm-hmm. for the common public yeah. and the business and government community. I don't know if this is on track, but I, I'm thinking: what are the uh, what are what are the enemies of preparation? In other words, um, you know, mom and dad or grandpa and grandma, what is it that keeps them from stepping out to, to mm-hmm. engage in more preparation? Well, I think some of what we face is, one, is time mm-hmm. and, and understanding what we're preparing for. Yeah. Uh, two is fear. Right. Uh, and, uh, in, and fear in a way of immobilizing. I, can't, I, don't, I, I don't know what to do, so I don't do anything. Exactly. Right. And, uh, it, it, you know, basic preparation... Uh, it doesn't take a lot, and uh, and there are some real basic things families and can do. Maybe some people don't know that. That's correct, and, right? And uh, okay. and so just uh, you know, what are the things I at a basic level do I need to be prepared for? If right. you have small children, if you have even animals, right. I mean, We've had an expert come to us and ask to be a presenter for families with animals only, okay? Because uh, many of those animals will be homeless if there's a disaster, and how do right. we deal with the right. fact that there might be uh, loved ones for, as, mm-hmm. as animals? And so. Um, you know, those are all concerns that many people have. Mm-hmm. So uh, where do I go? You know, right. how do I get the, make sure the family gets reunited? You have some kind of a meeting point or a communication channel correct. so everybody knows, everybody reports in. I mean, do you have that kind of thing coming? Yeah. And one of the things that's really important here is that, you know, we, you know, many people don't have wills or trust or, right. or even life insurance. Right. And, uh, and, oh, I'll take care of that later. Mm-hmm. You know, those are, right. those are basic elements that families, right. uh, have always been asked, you know, you need to, these are the things you mm-hmm. need to be put in place for, for your state, right. your state planning. Well, emergency planning is part of that process. Right. And, and so, uh, overall preparation is really critical at a basic level. 
uh, and and I it, that it, it goes within your family planning. So right. if you had a small family plan, and there's not no one is going to charge you to put that plan together, mm-hmm. and that you can share with your family on a weekly or monthly basis, nice. um, would be essential. And in a checklist. And there's here's the thirty things we need to be prepared for: flashlights, batteries, water, right. three to five days worth of food, right? Uh, First and, aid kit. Yeah. So those are those yeah. are some basic things. It's not uh, it's not significant. Now, will that save you? It may help you until help arrives. Right. Right. Uh, you know, there's much discussion about what that earthquake will really do if it hits at that level mm-hmm. of 9.0 would devastate the region. Right. So many will be without power. Many will be right. without water right. and food. So yeah. it's you know whether you choose to take it from a three day, one or three day preparation to a three month or two year mm-hmm. preparation. Uh, some some planning is better than no planning. You so. know, I had a power outage at my house uh, a couple months ago. And it happened in the evening. It was like 5 o'clock. It was before daylight saving time, and it was dark. And I'm thinking, oh, man. You know, I mean, the computer's out, and the lights are out, and everything is out. And I'm thinking, how am I even going to get around? That was a reality check for mm-hmm. me. So um, I ordered a couple of 100-hour, uh, uh, you know, rechargeable battery-type lamps and stuff. So I thought, okay, I'm a little bit better prepared now. And if you have a, you know, a recharging system, a solar recharging system, I mean, there's all, so much stuff that you can do, but I was, I felt helpless and it was just, you know, six o'clock in the evening, but it was dark mm-hmm. and there was nothing. I mean, the street lights were out, every, every, every uh, light in the neighborhood was out and I felt helpless and a little vulnerable. So, so thank you for that. Uh, because then the answer to my question about the enemies of preparation is number one, fear Number two is um, uh, procrastination. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think denial is uh, part of it or just like not, not caring, not even wanting to do anything? Well, absolutely. I mean, that's, okay. that's I think um, there is a element of our community that believes it won't happen here. Right. And, right. Uh, and we've seen uh, potential terrorism here, mm-hmm. um, which was stopped, fortunately, some years back. Um the earthquake may never happen here, right? And it may not happen in our lifetime. Yeah, what happens here. if it never happens? Yeah, you're prepared. Oh darn, <laughs> you're prepared. <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly. And uh, um, you know, there are times, and and again, disaster may strike someplace far from here. Yeah, but it could affect our logistics and our transportation systems to a right. point where we may see food shortages, or we may see mm-hmm. uh, some medical uh, shortages, supplies, mm-hmm. uh, m- medicines. So, you know, having some preparation to understand that, you know, we're a connected world, and we were relying on much of, you know, the su- supermarket, as an yeah. example, uh, could greatly affect us. So right. having that backup supply of food, and, uh, and whether it's just some extra cans, that you buy at right. uh, your grocery store, right. uh, and a can opener and some water. Right. Um, uh, oh, the can opener that yeah. would be key, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, we got all these great uh, cans, but uh, <laughs> you I have to use a knife or a sharp rock or something. I think the dollar store it. ran out of those the other day. So. Were you around when we had the uh, spring break quake? Uh, I don't know if I was. Okay, <laughs> I forget what year it was. Nineties, early nineties, maybe. I be- yes, I was. Yes, yeah. I was in Salem. Yes. I mean, that sent a shiver through the whole city. Mm-hmm. I mean, there were some projections about what could happen, which downtown buildings were going to crumble and fall. And mm-hmm. I mean, it kind of shook us up. But then, you know, then we get back to normal and we're not planning on it anymore. So, yeah, there, there is, you know, and that's a great point. There's a number of examples of partnerships mm-hmm. we're developing right now. We're working with a couple of real estate uh, investment groups that um, 
or land and property owners that mm-hmm. have to deal with some upgrades to their properties that right. are not earthquake yeah. earthquake ready. Right. And uh, and so much of those discussions are, are am I operating in a business or building downtown mm-hmm. that's not earthquake ready? Right. Because um, it could be catastrophic, right. you know, if you're there. Um, and the other part of that is with the insurance piece is, you know, insurance companies, you know, they're on the ground in mm-hmm. a lot of these disasters. And they're on the they're, write, and they're writing checks and they're right. helping people get uh, some help that they need. Right. And that's really critical in the, in the whole process of preparing and right. planning. I'm picturing uh, my garage where I have done some preparation. Uh, thankfully, I had never done it before, but in the last couple of years I've been kind of making plans and preparations. And I'm picturing the whole issue of uh, water, drinkable water. Mm-hmm. I mean, so what if our water supply becomes contaminated either intentionally or by disaster or something, and you can't drink the water? What are you going to do? Uh, we don't need an answer to that question, but I mean, that is one of the, because you can go without food a lot longer than you can go without water. Correct, yeah. And so that is absolutely critical. Would that be covered at an event like this? Absolutely. So part of uh, what we're doing with the program, we have uh, vendors coming into our exhibit hall that will be selling uh, products and, and services that help with all those things from food right. preparation to uh, electricity, power, uh, op- you know, solutions, as well as water solutions. Right. And there's some incredible companies out there doing some really innovative things. Right. And so we've, we're reaching out to many of those organizations now. Um, most of those organizations, a lot of times, have been just approached by the prepper community mm-hmm. uh, over the years. But the general public has kind of not had the opportunity to really see what, what's out there. Even Costco as an example, has some great resources, a solar okay, uh, right, right. solar system generator that has that has a uh, uh, some great options that mm-hmm. would keep your family in the in on the grid or at least powered up yeah. for another seven to ten days after uh, after a disaster strikes. So many of those vendors will be there. We're going to give the public a chance to come in and see uh, some of that. And one of the partners we have right now is Concordia University's Homeland Securities uh, oh, sure. program, and they're right. actually going to do a simulation. On in the events nice. uh, of, of terrorism and how they deal right. with it with their simulator, mobile simulator. Yeah. So th- those are some of the things that are happening <clears throat> that uh, will allow people to come in and really the realization that you know uh, planning is not always driven. It doesn't have to be driven by fear, but a preparation. Right. And just like you would approach your will, like you would approach the other household, mm-hmm. you know, maintenance things that help support your family's right. future. So good. More with Dan Terry and emergency preparedness leadership, leadership forums. forums. <laughs> Thanks. Right after the break, don't go away. Thank you. Do you have an elderly parent that is becoming isolated, not eating well, feeling depressed or fearful of losing independence? Do you know your options? Need peace of mind or know what is best for yourself or others during their golden years of life? At no cost to you or your family, Golden Placement Services can give you hope in the midst of great change. Even if it means staying at home is the right option. Call the Golden Girls at 503-723-7145 today. That's 503-723-7145 and schedule your non-obligation appointment today. Helping to plan a funeral for someone you love is a painful process. It's one of the most emotional things you'll ever have to do. But imagine how much grief would be spared if people plan for themselves. Though it may sound difficult or uncomfortable to even think about, the experts at Dignity Memorial Funeral Homes and Cemeteries can help with a free personal planning guide that takes you step-by-step through the process. And, of course, Dignity Memorial will even help you complete your plan with the expert assistance of trained and caring advisors. There are a lot of very good reasons to plan ahead. 
Make sure your final wishes are respected, sparing your loved ones the added grief of planning for you and having to pay for it. If you choose to fund your plan early, you can even lock in current pricing, avoiding increases due to inflation, and take advantage of budget-friendly payments. There is a free informational seminar that includes a complimentary meal at a restaurant in your area very soon. Find out more and ask any questions you may have by calling Katie at 503-807-5715. It costs nothing to learn how you can protect your loved ones by planning ahead. Give Katie at Dignity Memorial a call today at 503-807-5715. Interest rates are still down, and that means the time to buy is right now. Let 24-7 Properties help you find the right house for your current needs. Jeff and his team, they take the time to get to know you and your unique situation to find the home that's just right for you. Search for available homes online at 247prop.com. I'm Jeff Edmondson, founder of 24-7 Properties. Call me today and let's talk about the type of property you are interested in purchasing. No obligation, no cost. Let's find out what's right for you. Call me, 503-780-3030. 780-3030. We are back talking with Dan Terry with about emergency uh, preparations and about a couple of big events coming up. I want to make sure that I get a chance to uh, mention those uh, who are making our broadcast possible. In addition to the partners that you just heard about, I also want to mention Dan the Mortgage Man with First Priority Financial. I also want to mention my good friend Mariko at Portland City Acupuncture, who stuck a bunch of needles in me a while back and helped enormously. I'd never done acupuncture before. Saved my life. Actually, I was in so much pain, but she really helped me. We also have uh, the next phase coaching with Eric Howard and Dave Rutan with Waddell and Reed Financial Advisors. So we're getting back into our subject here. I'm with uh, Dan Terry about emergency uh, preparations and so forth. And um, we're getting right back into it. And I want to ask Dan about, um, you know, part of what you want to do is education and information and helping people understand not only that it's good to be prepared, but how to go about that. So what would you say, Dan, as you're in this space of preparation, what's the general preparation currently of the American public, just kind of generally? Well, I, I think uh, from what we're finding is that there's a general um, knowledge that there needs to be three to seven days of, of some kind of backup supplies mm-hmm. in your home, some water and some food. Um I would say on a whole, uh, it's a topic that's, it's very scary for most and they're not really, uh, um, have not prepared well. Uh, One of the reasons we felt that we needed to do this event and other events across the country is that we wanted to bring some comfortability to the fact that it's not hard to prepare Mm -hmm. and that, uh, we could bring, um, you know, an element of, uh, openness to preparedness and what's currently being done. So so families across the country who choose to can have uh, some access that they normally would not have right. for education. And, uh, and again, it, it may be minimal for some and more complex for others. Right. So. I know there are some people, and I'll just mention by name, uh, I've known many Mormons who are very well prepared. They have like a year of food. And uh, maybe, you know, maybe people think about that and say, oh, my gosh, how am I going to do that? Mm-hmm. But you're talking about three to five days, seven days for your family um, I just see right now on our timer, Dan, that we're going to run out of time. Uh, we've got lots more to talk about, but we want to bridge over to our podcast to mm-hmm. uh, part two. 
Can you stay with us for that? Oh, absolutely. Great. Thank you. Because you're right in the middle of all this, and you're kind of the go-to guy and the contact person. And uh, before I um, talk about some of the shows that are coming up, uh, let's give some contact information for you mm-hmm. for the website. Where do you want them to go to get more information? So emergency preparedness leadership forums dot com plural and, uh, on forums dot okay. forums yeah and the, and the reason for forums is there going to be there's multiple events across the country right, so they'll right. be accessing and uh, looking at our other events uh, and there will be a uh, a button on there they can click for more information and also to pre register for our program at early pricing there is some costs for some of the conference sessions mm-hmm. it's minimal um, it's under a hundred dollars for two days of conference sessions so we made it reasonable but excellent yeah we'd like people to register early sure. for that. Don't have to pay now. You just register. The exhibit hall will be free, but there will be a pre-registration required. Okay, very good. And uh, we're talking about the topic, ready or not, things are likely to happen. What are those things? Well, we don't really know, do we? But uh, being prepared, I guess we would say it simply this way. Being prepared is a whole lot better than not being prepared, mm-hmm. right? Because things will happen. Coming up in future shows, we have uh, Barbara Hilke coming in with her business called Be Organized, like a bumblebee. Be Organized, uh, organizing your stuff and your life. I like that. Uh, I was at the Good Friday breakfast recently and uh, heard the uh, keynote speaker, preacher there, Eldridge Broussard, good friend of us and uh, in the community here. And uh, his topic, Living a Life of Significance. I'm booking him on a future show, so you want to stay tuned for that. Also, in-home care for aging or disabled loved ones. And that's another hot topic. Um, Somewhere between uh, being independent at your home if you're aging or uh, disabled, and between that and actually needing to relocate to a care facility of some kind. So uh, that team is coming in. We're going to be uh, talking to them also So I just want to encourage our listeners uh, that you can uh, listen to us every Monday evening at 6.30 p.m. on KKPZ uh, 1330 in the Portland market. Uh, and then, But you can listen to the entire show, part one and part two, around the clock and around the world by going to our website, secondhalfnow.com. Go to the tab that says uh, Show Archives. And there's a whole list of things. There are almost 100 different shows, all kinds of different topics. Today, we're talking to Dan Terry about emergency preparation. And uh, we're going to invite you to go to his website, Emergency Preparation Leadership Forums. That's a lot. Preparedness. Oh, preparedness. Uh, forums.com. And if you didn't get all that down, just go to our website, secondhalfnow.com. Fill out a confirmation, I mean, a contact form. We'll get that contact over to Dan, so uh, no problem there. So you want to hear it all uh, on our podcast. Everything is there, secondhalfnow.com. If you have uh, questions about today's topic, want to learn more, we'll have some suggestions for other topics and other guests that we might cover in our show, Second Half Now. I'm delighted to receive those uh, questions and those suggestions. If you want a free CD of this show, we'll send it right out to you. Call the station, 503-242-1950. Otherwise, we're talking ready or not, things are likely to happen. Thanks for listening today. Second Half Now, a radio show for boomers and beyonders. Yep, that's us, the 50-plus crowd. Tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on. I'm Dr. Dan Critchett, your host. Let's continue our conversation with Dan Terry about emergency preparation on part two of our website, secondhalfnow.com. See you there. 
Thanks for listening to Second Half Now with Dr. Dan Critchett and Dr. Denise Hogan on KKPZ 1330 The Truth. Sponsored by Dignity Memorial and your safe money solutions. To hear the rest of this program, find out more about the topics discussed today, or ask questions, visit secondhalfnow.com. That's secondhalfnow.com. Tune in next Monday at 5.30 p.m. for more tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on. Until then, visit secondhalfnow.com. Welcome to Second Half Now, a radio show for boomers and beyonders. Tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on with Dr. Dan Critchett and Dr. Denise Hogan. Second Half Now, sponsored by Dignity Memorial and your safe money solutions. It's time for Second Half Now. The doctors are in. Here are your hosts, Dr. Dan and Dr. Denise. And I want to welcome you to part two of our show we are in studio today talking to Dan Terry about emergency preparation, and uh, we'll give some more information about contact and website and all that in just a few moments. The title for today's subject that we're talking about is this, Ready or Not, Things Are Likely to Happen. And I think what I mean by that, by using that as a title, is whether you're uh, prepared or not, uh, some things uh, are going to happen and maybe some won't. But whether you're prepared doesn't have any bearing on whether something is going to happen. Does that make any sense, Dan? Yeah. I mean, that's, uh, <laughs> I'm kind of getting lost in the little <laughs> maze there. But, I mean, if I'm not prepared, that doesn't mean it's not going to happen, right? It's, yes. Uh, and I think um, you know, much of what we've been planning with our events in November was to, to bring some awareness to the community through right. our, our partners that uh, some planning is important. Right. It may not be uh, or have to be complex planning. Right. But to know what your options are and to know um, that you can prepare, and especially if you're in the care of others. You're, right. You know, if, you're, if it's senior care uh-huh, or, right. or if it's young children uh, or you're somehow involved in your neighborhood association or partner, you know, there's a partnership in your neighborhood uh, for planning to get involved because right. uh, we will all be in the same place together at, as this yeah, know, good could point. unfold. And um, and obviously those that are prepared may be more heavily leaned on than those that were not. And right. uh, you may have to be a resource to some in your in your community. But hopefully we can prepare together and have a level of preparedness that allows us to, to live through uh, right. potential Right, dangerous situations. So. Yeah, I can imagine how awful it would be to have something happen, and when, when you're not ready, you're not prepared, then you actually become vulnerable, mm-hmm. and you become, um, how do I want to say, you become uh, dependent on other people who may or may not be very interested in helping you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So what I'm hearing from you, uh, Dan, on part one of our show, and also just informally as we talk, uh, that... Um, Preparation gives a level of confidence and peace of mind, even just knowing. I mean, I, I'll tell you that when I, uh, you know, stored some water and some water treatment tablets and some food and and some batteries and some a little uh, uh, Coleman type stove and that kind of stuff, I thought, wow, this feels good. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know how long that could last, and I don't have a family to protect and to provide for now. But I can I can help others. 
but it just it had it creates a whole different feeling rather than you know like when you have a close call on the freeway oh gosh that could have ended up terribly it didn't happen but uh when you're thinking about uh an emergency that that panic can come up you know mm-hmm. that oh my gosh what would happen so just doing something and uh, I think at this event, they'll help us uh, make mm-hmm. some choices and get a checklist and, and get a little bit more preparation done. Yeah, one of the things that uh, we've not talked too much about, but it's the fact that, and you can see it in the name of the program, Leadership Forums. Right. Um, leadership in tough times mm-hmm. will be really critical. And we're looking for leaders. We're looking for leaders uh, to step up, to be uh, educators, to be you know part of their community. Uh, Educating businesses uh, to be prepared uh, if a disaster happens while you're at work. You know, how prepared is your company? Right, right. Um, the school that your kids go to, or the you know the churches that you go to. Uh, many churches do some preparation. You mentioned the Mormons earlier. The Mormons are very well prepared. Mm-hmm. Uh, many of the companies around the country that offer preparedness uh, supplies and equipment are many of them are based and you know, are Mormon based companies. Mm-hmm. And just from our from our um, communication with them. Um, and you know, I think it's really critical that, that we really focus on the leadership component. We will be relying on leaders and leaders to step forward, to build unity and, and to keep the peace and, and to allow there to be a good communication, uh, in those tough times, uh, because in chaos, you know, Mm. there'll be a lot of distractions and, 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 and it'll be hard for people to keep, um, emotionally settled and, right. and, and understand that um, it's going to be important for everyone to take the role of, of, of some leadership in their families, right. in their businesses, in their churches, uh, and, and be a part of that community. So yeah. we really see leadership being a very big part of this because being prepared is important, but being leaders and understanding that you have a role in those tough times will be really critical. And that'll be a key element to the event that's coming Absolutely. up. Absolutely, yeah. So we have some tracks on leadership. Uh, okay, good. And we have uh, we have a keynote presentation uh, with a national uh, speaker that is specific to tough times, leadership in tough times. So, but there's economic tough times, and and those are some of the things that uh, we've also had some discussions with our key advisors. Is there's economic disasters that mm-hmm. could befall us? There are not just natural disasters or terrorism. There are other types of disasters that could affect us right. considerably. Right now, we have a lot of people uh, living paycheck to paycheck, mm-hmm. having a tough, tough time putting food on the table. Right. Um, and that's that's emergency preparedness as well. Mm-hmm. And to understand there are resources out there. Uh, we we live in a you know, big bubble together. We have uh, uh, you know probably a lot to rely on with one another in the standpoint of that emergencies do yeah. happen that there are churches and there are leaderships and there are resources both in the government business and uh, yeah. in the private sector so watching the news and you see uh, the televised reporting of um you know like hurricanes that blow through a town and take everything out or um even some of the you know uh, more current you know the terrorist attacks and the shootings and that kind of stuff but whatever it is there seems to be some kind of a reporting of these people that are talking about what happened to them and some of them uh, talk about having been a little bit prepared, mm-hmm. and some of them don't. It was total surprise, and now they're totally vulnerable. 
And I'm just trying to tap into that a little bit because, and I want to say it strongly this way, there's no excuse for not being prepared, at mm-hmm. least at least some. At least having the three to, what is it, three to five, three to seven days of... Well, ideally 30 days. Yeah. But uh, if you have a few days uh, at minimum, right. three to seven days, um, uh, you know, it, having the extra water jugs and having the extra mm-hmm. food kits and or canned food in your cupboard... Um, food goes pretty quick, especially if you have kids and you're right. feeding other people who are living right. you know, in your household. Right. Um, try not going grocery shopping for a couple of weeks with yeah, teenagers. Exactly. And your food's gone immediately. Yeah, so. right, right. You were talking about Costco a little bit ago, and I remember going in the front door, uh, oh, maybe a couple of months ago, and they had these, um, I forget how many days, uh, you know, like a seven-day um you know, bucket, and it was like for four people or something like that. So, man, you could just pick that up, put it in the cart, and that's a start. Mm-hmm. You know, at least you have some food. I don't know what else was in there, but uh, there are providers, some of which will be um, um, presenters and um, uh, exhibitors at this event. Let's uh, let's uh, give the info about that event again, what's coming up. Yeah, Emergency Preparedness Leadership Forums.com. It's November 1st and 2nd at the Oregon Convention Center. Uh, two-day event, uh, about 200 exhibits, uh, and those companies are insurance firms, risk management firms, uh, service providers, product providers uh, that support both first responders, support general uh, community uh, for preparedness okay. uh, opportunities, plus uh, a number of conference tracks and seminars on preparedness, on leadership. Uh, over the two days. Is this a come and go event? I mean, you can go for a couple hours or you can go part of one day and part Absolute, of another or absolutely. it's not like a sit down conference. Everybody's listening to speakers for two days. Uh, unless you have signed up to be part of the speaking uh, opportunity, you know, the sessions for two yeah. days, it's up to you. You can pick and choose. Okay, good. The exhibit floor, mm-hmm. uh, as long as you're pre-registered mm-hmm. and uh, we'll allow you to, uh, we want you to come to the exhibit floor and, and visit with providers. Uh, absolutely, no okay. charge. Um, this conference sessions will have a fee. Uh, we have we have paid for some speakers to come in mm-hmm. that we feel are important. Um, we have a number of partners that are doing sessions over those two days um, to their specific groups, mm-hmm. and so those sessions uh, will be private to those groups. Um, but those are we're really tr- trying to reach larger organizations, association partnerships. And entities that are, are are really working hard to promote education within their organizations. Right. So we want to make this a forum where they can have that opportunity at our program and be a part of the exhibits and even other conference sessions uh, that may help their members. Sure. It sounds like awareness and education is key to what mm-hmm. you're trying to accomplish. Absolutely. Okay. You a little bit ago mentioned about a checklist. Uh, is that the 30-item one, or is there are there other versions of that checklist? Well, there, there are a number of checklists. We've, okay. we've, we've actually uh, accessed a couple from FEMA has one, and okay. a number of organizations have those checklists. Uh, we're going to provide one of those checklists as just a standard uh, form that you can add to, or, mm-hmm. but we'll make that available through our, our program uh, to everyone who wants to download it. Uh, again, it is going to be uh, up to the individual to determine what they need on the list and mm-hmm. what they want it to gather, or what they already have. Many things are in your home already just to know where they're at. Right. Or to put them together or someplace. Them together. Yeah. So mm-hmm. there's also a number of organizations that are doing backpacks. So if you have to get out and sure. go um, right. to be able to get mm-hmm. your kids out of the home and be able to have your emergency supplies, even gasoline for your car, just to make sure that you have a yeah. little bit of gas yeah. in case that day comes. Um, okay. 
you know, it really depends on the emergencies and it might be something that doesn't affect your home, but it affects your business. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, and, you know, there's, we have with earthquake, we have issues with bridges and roads and buildings and mm. a number of things that could be catastrophic. Right. Um, with, uh, you know, with terrorism, it could be something t- entirely different. So, right. So we, we really will provide and, and, and have partners provide resources. You know, we're uh, really essentially operating as an event management company and building the event, facilitating the event. Right. There's a lot of great experts coming to this program, yeah. and and we're our job is to highlight those experts and let, let them have the access Good. and the community have the access to each Good. other. Good, I like that. So, um, it uh, I lost my train of thought there, but um, what was I going to ask? Can you read my mind <laughs> let here, me think Dan? Here. Yeah, uh, right. I'm getting a vision. So, yeah. It was, when you were on the track of uh, families getting ready, oh, well, I'll let it go, and maybe it'll come back. But um, so I'm uh, always concerned about the role of churches mm-hmm. in um, because if we want to be helping agents in our communities. So um, I've been a pastor of churches for many, many years, and I wanted um, our church to be a go-to place, mm-hmm. uh, not necessarily because of emergencies, because, uh, you know, we weren't as aware at that time. That that thought came back. Here's here's my thought. Okay. I was going to say, uh, just because we're talking about preparation doesn't mean it's time to panic and head for the hills. It's just that having awareness and having some preparation helps us to live as normally as we can, um, either before or after uh, you know uh, an event mm-hmm, happens, mm-hmm. an emergency happens. Um, so churches, what role do you see that churches can have, and how could pastors have an awareness and have be kind of a communication you know to their to their members well that's that's a great question i actually uh in in the group my group believes that uh churches may be one of the most vital parts of this program mm. okay good uh, because really from an outreach standpoint and a support and mm-hmm. and uh, uh accessibility standpoint people may run to their churches first right um but uh, many churches, or a church, any or church, a church, a church down the road they've never been to before. That's but, correct. And, yeah. and if you're not prepared, um, you know, right. that may be another conversation. Um, right. So we really uh, see a number of churches out there that we've talked to that are preparing. They are okay, doing good. the things that are necessary That from what we've uh, understood from talking with some church leadership. We would like to open up the program for a church leadership pastors conference uh, on preparation Good. I like that and so we we would make the uh, the program available to pastors and their senior staff and even mm-hmm. some of their board or whoever they chose to come mm-hmm. as an emergency planning team many organizations have risk managers many mm-hmm. organizations have emergency planning teams and right. churches should do the same and even from a volunteer standpoint and we would open the doors to our program for that leadership we'll provide uh, key speakers for them on preparation and then help them be able to take plans back to their churches so they're prepared to support their communities. I like and, that. And, uh, and we see bringing every church, every church, mm-hmm. uh, regardless of denomination, because it'll be important for everyone to be prepared uh, in case of disaster. Right. And then they're able to share those with their, their uh, body. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, and they'll be advocates and, and, and as well supporters for the, uh, you know, any kind of planning necessary or even for emergency planning. Uh, and to let the community know they're a resource. So I like that. I like that because that's where, I mean, my heart is in the local church, and uh, we have often thought, well, how can we, um, how can we show our neighbors that we're really here to help? Mm-hmm. 
And, um, you know, we can knock on doors and hand out Bibles, but they're not, uh, that's not very, uh, they're not very receptive to that. But yeah. if the community knows, or even if they don't know, but if they come to us when there is an emergency, or if we can, uh, we could even let them know that. And here's the thing. So if we have a speaker at our church, um, and, and just talk about emergency uh, preparation, you use the word outreach. So let's say we have um, one of the guys that, that you know, we can have a a conference or a meeting or a presentation or something, well, then the church can invite the community, not just the members, but the whole community, come and let's uh, look at this emergency situation uh, together. And uh, it becomes great outreach because then the church can provide the the essence in the sense of emergency. But then, you know, we talked about, you know, the emotional chaos and everything else that goes on is some spiritual issues too. Mm -hmm. So, oh my gosh, is the world coming to an end or am I going to die? Whatever else. That's when the church needs to be there and really talk um, uh, to these people in, in ways that they can really understand. The love of God is real and fresh and accessible and available in the midst of emergencies. We need to be prepared to have that message. And food, blanket, and yeah. shelter Right. In a time of need, right, will be really critical if the church can play that Absolutely. role. So, Absolutely. So, um, you know, my call, one of the calls to action for us is to see the entire church body mm-hmm. uh, in the region, and that's from Medford to to wherever in Washington we can yeah. reach to come yeah. to be a part of this to see how they can actively engage as leadership in their I communities like and call them to action and and will assist in any way possible. Uh, yeah. And so we see that as being very important. So. I'm going to ask another question about church involvement, and I'll do that right after the break. We'll be right back with Dan Terry and emergency preparation. Don't go away. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back. Do you have an elderly parent that is becoming isolated, not eating well, feeling depressed or fearful of losing independence? Do you know your options? Need peace of mind or know what is best for yourself or others during their golden years of life? At no cost to you or your family, Golden Placement Services can give you hope in the midst of great change. Even if it means staying at home is the right option. Call the Golden Girls at 503-723-7145 today. That's 503-723-7145 and schedule your non-obligation appointment today. Helping to plan a funeral for someone you love is a painful process. It's one of the most emotional things you'll ever have to do. But imagine how much grief would be spared if people plan for themselves. Though it may sound difficult or uncomfortable to even think about, the experts at Dignity Memorial Funeral Homes and Cemeteries can help with a free personal planning guide that takes you step-by-step through the process. And, of course, Dignity Memorial will even help you complete your plan with the expert assistance of trained and caring advisors. There are a lot of very good reasons to plan ahead. Make sure your final wishes are respected, sparing your loved ones the added grief of planning for you and having to pay for it. If you choose to fund your plan early, you can even lock in current pricing, avoiding increases due to inflation, and take advantage of budget-friendly payments. There is a free informational seminar that includes a complimentary meal at a restaurant in your area very soon. Find out more and ask any questions you may have by calling Katie at 503-807-5715. It costs nothing to learn how you can protect your loved ones by planning ahead. Give Katie at Dignity Memorial a call today at 503-807-5715. 
Life changes have happened and it's time to sell your house. That can be a difficult process when you've lived there for decades, especially under tragic circumstances like losing a spouse. 24-7 Properties takes the time to go over the details of your unique situation and understand your needs. We do what we can to maximize the value of your home. Learn online at 247prop.com. I'm Jeff Edmondson, founder of 247 Properties. Call me today and let's have a conversation about selling your house. No obligation, no cost. Let's find out what's right for you. Call me, 503-780-3030. 503-780-3030. We are back and we're talking with uh, Dan Terry in studio here about emergency preparation and <laughs> Dan, as we talked during the breaks, I'm thinking, man, we're just getting started. Can you come back again another time? Oh, absolutely. Good. Thank you. This is good stuff. So um, I just want to say thank you again to our uh, partners, the ones that we just heard, those uh, brief spots for, and then also we want to mention Northwest Web Creation Company, Legal Shield and ID Shield, Warner Pacific College, Multnomah University, KKPZ, this radio station, Christian Chamber of Commerce Northwest and Serving Our Neighbors, all partnering together really to create a ministry initiative so we can gather together a network of providers and uh, teachers and from education and from uh, business and from nonprofits and Christian ministries to help address the uh, concerns and needs of those who are with us in the second half of life. Dan, you're in the second half, aren't you? Uh, pretty close. You're not, <laughs> yes, you're not quite 50 yet? I'm 53. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> I was trying so, to shed six years off that. And oh, were you? Trying? <laughs> yeah, well, I usually uh, screen our guests very carefully because <laughs> if you're not one of us, then it's kind of a private club. Oh, yes. And if any of our listeners, if you're not 50 yet, turn the radio off. All right, not really. Even you can be prepared. We're talking with Dan Terry here about emergency preparation. We have one last segment, and this is going to be kind of a wrap-up. But what I wanted to ask about um, the churches, and we have a couple of other things we want to get into, Dan, and that is... Um, I'm always looking for opportunities to partner for Second Half Now as an entity with all of our networks, with the churches and the Christian ministries and the businesses, that we might provide a, a kind of a network or kind of a, a, a forward operation, you know, to, to reach out into the churches. That's our initiative now. Mm-hmm. Um, that we might explore those possibilities and maybe even uh, determined to, to invite pastors. We have a series of breakfasts coming up for pastors, and we might even ask, would you like to have an emergency preparation um, uh, uh, event or just even just a small thing at your church, and maybe we can talk about different sizes or levels or speakers and stuff. Is that something we might be able to partner together with? Oh, absolutely. Um, we have found tremendous resources that we could probably tap into and provide that to, yeah. to local churches, and I would uh, one of the things that we really saw as being an opportunity is after the event in November, but even before, if mm-hmm. we can do this, uh, is to to really develop or help pastors and churches develop a plan they could take back to their church Perfect. and activate right. with the resources they brought from the event right. and have opportunities to bring speakers in. To, and, and even if it's a 90-minute you know, come Saturday morning mm-hmm. for some pancakes, and we're going to talk about emergency preparedness. Yeah, or it's a half day or, or you know full day workshop right. where um, you know you know members of the church body can leave with a plan right. in place, which is part of the, right. the, the problem for most Americans is no plan, and and a list of resources they can go tap into 
to prepare. Right. So, and those are some basic things, but uh, most importantly, I think for to be able to educate and work with the church body, the church leadership, mm-hmm. so they're prepared to be the support and the anchor when, right. when the crisis I like happens. it, because I think uh, a wise pastor today who cares about the community and about the neighborhood in which they are placed uh, will be sensitive to this as a great opportunity. Um, and when I uh, do training and uh, consulting in churches for outreach, it all has to do with what can you do to meet the needs of people in your community and, and an event like this, or I should say an emergency, that's what I meant by the event, sort of levels of the playing field. It doesn't matter whether you're rich or poor. It doesn't matter you know, how many cars you have. It doesn't matter what kind of a job you have. Sometimes it, is a, uh, it levels the playing field, and it's uh, an equalizer. And so a pastor would be very, I think, uh, encouraged to say, you know, there is a role. And it may come, it may not. You know, there may be an emergency, there may not. But just having our people kind of mentally and spiritually prepared, mm-hmm. I think is fantastic. So that's what we want to be getting out there into the churches. This is so important for us that part of our business planning with our company, Genesis Event Management, mm-hmm. is to actually hire staff to be specifically targeted to working with pastors and leadership across oh, good. the country. Oh, perfect. So we are launching and looking at launching events in other cities yeah. uh, in 2017 good. and 18. To be able to have this outreach uh, as part of our our event planning process that's specific to the church body. Right. And we believe that's an essential part of the process. I like that. Process. I want to know about that as it develops because I, I mean, I want to be a liaison, a connector with other pastors because I talk peer-to-peer with them. And in my denomination, in fact, I've got a couple of connections we'll talk about after we're done with the show, because the doors are open. Uh, and, you know, with every new thing, and this unfortunately seems like a new thing, uh, there are early adopters, and then there are some who, you know, take longer to, to get kind of get with the program, and some stubbornly resist forever. Yeah. It's like bell curve, you know. But those early adopters, uh, let's get them on board, and let's uh, talk to them, and, and they can be models, and they can be... Uh, they can also be people to influence other pastors and other churches mm-hmm. because it's something that we as a community really should be seriously concerned about. And I hope to God that the emergency never happens. And yet, how could we imagine going through life without something like that? I mean, uh, are we so, you know, special that it's not going to happen? I mean, even if it's, you know, an earthquake or a flood or a po- even a simple thing of a power outage or, you know, when the grid uh, goes down or even, you know, you know about the EPM, uh, you know, how devastating oh, yes. that could be. I'm not even going to get into that if you're listening and uh, just Google EPM and see what could happen there. So a um, couple Pre- of other things. Go ahead. Yeah, preparing, you know, can be expensive in mind. You know, right. And I, I think that's one of the issues we talked about earlier why people haven't prepared yeah. you know it's the fear it's it's cost of putting this money into preparation right. now right i'll never see the return on it it'll just be wasted in the garage or the right. basement or right. whatever and uh and those are things that you know we really have a role as leaders in in, in church leaders right. as well in our communities right. across the country wouldn't we love to see america and not let alone oregon mm-hmm. and portland to be the most prepared uh place to live in the country right uh, right. And you know, and, and in the world, and mm-hmm. Americans can prepare not only to help their own families, which is important. It's, it's the analogy I used on the phone yesterday with you, or two days ago. It's like when you're on a plane, and the yeah. stewardess tells you, 
please put the oxygen mask on first before you put you can put it on your kids. Right. I mean, you need to be prepared first so that you can be prepared to help right. your neighbors. And and that's that's the role of, uh, that we need to be serving as believers is being able to help our neighbors, right. serve our neighbors, um, right. and and do that through our church and through our our households. So. Um, totally on board with that. And by the way, I need to correct myself. I was saying EPM. It should be EMP, electric EMP, electrical yes. magnetic pulse. Yes. I think it is. It's and there's a way to do that, and it'll take uh, whole grids out, whole regions. It's not pleasant to think about. But back to the point that you were making, Dan. When we are leaders, when we are prepared, then we ha- then we have um, uh, a platform to share the spiritual things. I mean, is the end of the world coming? Well, we better be prepared to do what we can to meet those needs and to give that message, that salvation message, whatever it is, whatever uh, circumstance comes our way. So, gosh, uh, any summary thing? We're going to wind it up here. So, No, I, I guess one of the things that if you're a pastor, if you're in leadership in your church, please contact us. Um, right. They can find your, the, our information on your website, um, as well as uh, if you're in business and or you're uh, – part of any government agency that you've not uh, had a chance to learn about us, we'd encourage you to contact us. We'd love to work with you. Um, we want to build unity and, and collaborate between uh, our, our industries here in this, in this state and our partnerships for all these organizations so that we are prepared and that uh, we're helping getting the word out. So. Right. Perfect. Thank you very much, Dan, for coming in. No, I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. You're a guest on Second Half Now, and uh, you did say you'd come back, right? I'll come back. Okay. It's a long time between now and November, and then even <laughs> after November, you know, in some ways, you just lay in a foundation. So Absolutely. this is a uh, subject matter. It's not going away. It's a so. yearly event. So okay. our plan is yearly in this, okay, good. In this time, as well as smaller events throughout good. The, the year. So. Good. Thank you very much. Yeah. Well, folks, that's our program for today. I want to encourage you to tune in for the on-air portion every Monday, 5.30 to 6 p.m. on KKPZ, 13.30 a.m. on the dial in the Portland market. And then, of course, go to our website to hear Part 2, and Part 1 will be there also under the Archive tab. And you can listen to and uh, download or stream these uh, podcasts 24-7 around the clock and around the world. So, And I think I offered on Part 1 also, you can call the station to get a free CD of this show. And if you want to... Uh, get the CD and take it to your pastor or take it to somebody else and uh, get some information going. So to get that free CD, 503, this is the radio station, 503-242-1950. So that is it for today's Second Half Now, a radio show for boomers and beyonders. Tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on. I'm your host, Dr. Dan Critchett, saying goodbye for now. And until next time, may God help you. Live a life that honors Him and blesses others. So let's meet again right here on the website, on a, on a podcast, or live next Monday, 5.30 p.m. on the radio, KKPZ 1330, The Truth. Thanks for listening to Second Half Now with Dr. Dan Critchett and Dr. Denise Hogan on KKPZ 1330, The Truth. Sponsored by Dignity Memorial and your safe money solutions. To hear the rest of this program, find out more about the topics discussed today, or ask questions, visit secondhalfnow.com. That's secondhalfnow.com. Tune in next Monday at 5.30 p.m. for more tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on. Until then, visit secondhalfnow.com.